Matthew chapter number uh, 24. We'll read a couple of verses that I'll point out to you momentarily. But before I begin the sermon, I want to be a responsible citizen. I wanted to tell you tonight that based upon some pretty reliable information, I have been told there is a thief that has his eye on this community. And I felt like I needed to inform you in case you weren't ready for that. I didn't know if you might have some things at the house you'd probably miss if he was to show up or somebody was to break in. So I I wanted to I wanted to share that with you before I got into the sermon so that if you're missing anything, it won't be my fault. And of course, your question to me is, is preacher, how in the world did you get this information? How did you know that? Well, I just wanted to tell you, I know the thief. And I sort of hope you might know him. It'd help out quite a bit. Now, let's look at our text. Matthew 24, verse 43 and verse 44. Now, did, did I ask you, are you ready for the... If if the thief, y'all got everything locked up at the house? I mean, any alarms and stuff like that? If he, I just want y'all to be ready now, okay? Look in verse 43. The Bible said, But know this, that if the good man of the house had known in what watch the thief would come, he would have watched and would not have suffered or allowed his house to be broken up. Therefore be ye also ready, for in such an hour as ye think not, the Son of Man cometh. Think of it. Jesus characterizes himself as a thief. I want to preach tonight on what I call the many faces of Christ at his return. In Matthew 24 and 25, he gives us the characterizations of who he's going to be when he comes. And if you'll read these texts, and not only these texts, but any text that has to do with the coming of the Lord, you'll notice that he does not emphasize when he is coming. He gives us no date. But what he emphasizes in this text is who is coming so that you might be able to prepare for the one that is coming. For instance, if I were to tell you that I personally was going to come to your house tomorrow, me being a preacher, you would automatically, especially the ladies of the house, would automatically begin to think in the categories of food. Uh, What do I need to fix? (laughs) What does he like to eat? (laughs) Because you know if a Baptist preacher is coming, most likely he wants to eat before he leaves. And you're going to know how to prepare for his coming. See? And Jesus wants us to know that he is coming, but he wants us to know who is coming. He gives us the many faces of of himself at his return, so we'll know how to prepare for who is coming. And the one I want to emphasize here in the text tonight is the face of a thief. Amazing 
that the Scriptures, Jesus Himself, would tell us that He would come as a thief. Now, this is not the only text that deals with this subject. It's not a one-time reference, but throughout the Scriptures, there are, are at least six other places in the Bible where Jesus refers to Himself as a thief at His coming. Think about it. First Thessalonians chapter 2, verse number 2, He said, For yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord so cometh as a thief. He said, I'm coming as a thief. Peter talks about it in 2 Peter chapter number 3 and verse number 10. But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night. Revelation 3 and verse number 3, he tells us, Remember therefore how thou hast received and heard and hold fast and repent. If therefore thou shalt not watch, I will come on thee as a thief. And then Revelation 16, 15, Behold, I come as a thief. Blessed is he that watcheth and keepeth his garments, lest he walk naked and they see his shame. So I'm interested in Christ. He's coming. The scriptures are full of this truth of the coming of the Lord. It's mentioned over 2,100 times. One out of every 30 verses in the New Testament tells us that Jesus is coming. And for every one reference to the first coming of Christ, the Bible gives eight references to the second coming. So I think He wants us to know that He's coming. And He wants us to know who is coming. And the emphasis tonight is that He is coming as a thief. I wrote my own little poem for this. I want to give it to you. A thief causes fright because when everything is just right, he'll head your way at night. And while avoiding the light, he'll pick up everything in sight and then he'll take his flight. That is a thief. And Jesus, in telling us who He's going to be, the very face of Christ when He is coming as a thief, in these texts, He tells us to do one thing. He emphasizes it here in the home text in verse number 43. He said, if He would have watched, He emphasizes that word, watch. And throughout the other texts that I have read to you, he tells us to watch. The word watch means to stand on guard. It means a constant and consistent standing on guard. It doesn't mean just taking a shift and letting someone else worry about the other shifts, but it means for your life, there has to be a 24-hour watch Because if you don't watch, the one hour that you don't watch may be the hour that he shows up as the thief. It has the idea of the, uh, have you seen on television the meerkats? Is that what they call them from South Africa? Those little colonies of animals, looks like real small dogs. 
And uh, has anybody seen it? You're looking puzzled. Must not. Some have. And uh, there's always someone on watch. They stand slender and their heads are like this and they're constantly looking in case uh, there comes a lion or even a snake or something of that sort and it will give forth the alarm so that the other animals can run into their protective little holes to get away from the enemy. Jesus said, I'm coming, and I'm coming as a thief. And the best thing you can do is have a guarded readiness. It has a military effect to it. It has the, 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 the effect of a sentinel standing on guard, watching, in case there would come in the intruder. Jesus said, I'm coming! <laughs> and I'm coming as a thief. And I'm coming to your community. He's got his eye on this community. Now, I want to look at just uh, two or three of these other passages of scriptures that uh, emphasize the coming of Christ as a thief. And I want us to notice how he says that we can be ready. That is the emphasis we need to be ready. There needs to be that standing on guard, that, that watching, that alertness for His coming. And He tells us, I want to emphasize three ways in which you can guard and be ready. Watch for the coming of the Lord as a thief. I want to emphasize it First of all, in verse number 43, and I want us to note that there can be the readiness for the coming of the Lord as a thief by having an awareness of His ways. An awareness of His ways. He emphasizes this. He says in verse number 43, the first three words, but know this. He said, I want you to be aware, but know this. He tells us in 1 Thessalonians chapter 2, For yourselves know perfectly. 2 Thessalonians chapter 3, he said, But beloved brethren, be not ignorant. In other words, he said, I'm coming and I, I want you to be aware of my ways. I don't want to catch you in ignorance. Uh, but I want you to know what is going to take place, an awareness of His ways. I'm glad we can know that the Lord is coming. I was down here preaching a few years back, and several of us were going to go eat at a, we call them fish camps. It's about 2.30 during the day, broad daylight. At that time, we had an expedition, and uh, we had another couple with us, and then there was another couple following in another car. When we pulled into the parking lot, it was full, and we noticed there was a line waiting to be seated. So my wife said, honey, just stop right here. I'll jump out. I'll go get in line, and then y'all can park the cars and come ahead. I said, that'll be great. We went in, finally got seated, had our meal, and as I say, there were several of us hadn't seen each other in a while getting together for that meeting, and we had some wonderful fellowship for a couple of hours. 
left the place, uh, went out, went toward the expedition, and the closer I got, I noticed there was something strange about my car. There was a window missing in it on the driver's side, passenger in the back, where my wife had said. I said to her, darling, you didn't leave the window down, did you? She said, no. Why? I said, there ain't no window there. And when I got up there, I noticed it was gone. She had left her pocketbook in the seat when she got out. We were not aware of the tactics in Florida. We don't have this in Alabama. <laughs> we had a wonderful time fellowshipping in the fish camp. But I was not aware that there were thieves that roamed the parking lots in Florida at 2.30 during the day and would steal quickly as they did. Had I known that, and I do know it now, and the, f- the last thing we think about when we leave our car is, is there anything in sight that somebody might be interested in for a, a quick steal? And Jesus has that thought in mind. He emphasizes that. I, I, I don't want to catch you by surprise. It's not my desire to come and catch you in unawares. That's why I am telling you, you better be ready because I'm coming as a thief. And there must be that constant, consistent, guarded readiness for my coming. Now, can I uh, encourage your hearts by telling you there are three or four things you can know about the coming of the Lord as a thief. First of all, and this will blow you away. First of all, you can know... In this guarded readiness for the coming of Christ as a thief, you can know that you don't know when he's coming. And if you ever run into a person that thinks they know when Jesus is coming, you just mark it down. You run into a cult or something of that nature. You can know that you don't know when he's going to come. Secondly, you can know that you will never know when he's going to come. Men have never known. They were looking for the coming of Christ. John looking and praying for the coming of Christ on the Isle of Patmos. Paul writing about the coming of Christ as he wrote to the churches. And down through the years, men have preached on the coming of Christ, knowing that he was coming, but nobody has known when he's going to. I definitely and desperately believe these are the end times. But I can't tell you he's going to be here in five years. I can't tell you he's going to be here in ten years. I don't have any idea when he's coming. I can tell you I don't know when he's coming. I can tell you I will never know when he's coming. But here's the good news. I can tell you you don't have to know when he's coming. He did not put any emphasis on you having to know when He's coming because He knew that if He'd give a date, He knew what was in the hearts of man. We live any old sort and certain way and then we come up the day before and try to catch up on repentance. 
You don't have to know good news. Don't worry about it tonight when you go to bed. You don't have to know when He's coming. All you need to know is He is coming and you need to be watching for His coming. That's the ways of a thief. I can't tell you when he's going to break in your house. I can't tell you when he's going to show up. He's not going to call you on the phone and give you some uh, 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 advance on it and say, Sir, are you going to church tonight? How long are you going to be there? Well, I'm going to slip by your house about, you know, 7.30 and get you whatever. No, he's not going to do that. You won't know it until he has come and gone. That's why you have to make your preparations and you must be ready. With an awareness of His ways. He can come anytime, but I'll tell you, it'll be unexpected if you're not prepared. Now, the second thing I want to point out to you, He, he is coming. The thief is on. He, he, Jesus is coming. The many faces of Christ in His return. He is coming as a thief. And he said, I want you to be guarded. I want, you, I want you to have an awareness of my ways. I am coming. But the second way in which we can prepare for the coming of the Lord as a thief is not only an awareness of his ways, but I go to Revelation 3 and verse number 3, and I, I notice the alarm of his word. He said in verse 3, Remember therefore how thou hast received and heard. He said, you've heard this. Remember how thou hast received and heard. And hold fast and repent of therefore thou wilt not watch. I will come on thee as a thief and thou shalt not know the hour I will come upon thee. I emphasize that word heard. Heard. I am glad for the alarm of the word of God that will cause us to be ready for the coming of Christ. Now there are several preventative ways of keeping uh, from being caught off guard if a literal thief comes to your house. One, you can lock things up, making sure that everything is secure. Everything is safe. So if the thief comes, you don't have to worry about being unprepared. <laughs> That's very vital and important that things are secure. You do know that, don't you? Things are anchored. It sort of reminds me of the children of Israel in the land of Egypt when, when God smote the Egyptians with the death plague and and, uh, and, and the children of Israel secured things by putting blood over the, the doorposts and the lentils so that when the death came through, it had no effect on what was on the inside because it had been secured. Is everything secured? Is everything safe? 
It can be locked up, secured, a preventative measure. And then you can light things up. That's emphasized throughout all of these, all of these texts where he talks about he comes as a thief in the night, but he said, but ye brethren are not in darkness that that day should overtake you as a thief, but you're children of the light. He said, you, you're not in this, this, uh, in a part of this dark age, but, uh, uh, you have, you have the light of the Holy Ghost on the inside. And things can be not only secure, but things can be seen. They can be apparent. They can be transparent. The great thing about the Christian life is that I believe the more you walk in the light, the more transparent you become to God and to everybody else around you because you don't have anything to hide. And the best thing you can do at the house, if you're afraid that a thief's going to come and steal something, just get you some lights on the outside and turn them on, leave them on. That, 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 that throws the light on the things that you are concerned about. I'm glad for the light shines within us that reveals to us those things that must be taken care of before Jesus comes and gives us fair warning that if it's not, he's going to catch us and unaware. You can lock things up, but you can light things up. <laughs> but I go back to the text that I read to you and I said, and, and I want to say that you can you can listen up. He said, the things that you have heard. I remember being in the youth camp not long after I saved. I was about 16 years old and pretty forceful preacher. And he was up. And of course, we had been at that camp for three or four days. About the third day, we was all wore out. And I, he got up and started preaching. And I went sound asleep. Say, how do you know? Because I remember when he woke me up. He thundered out jarred me when he said, Wake that boy up! <laughs> and I woke up, boy, I'll tell you, I come out of my skin, and I've never even come close to going to sleep in church since. But aren't you glad? He said, The things that you have heard, he said, Take heed to the things that you've heard, those things that uh, have come to you through the Word. of. Aren't you glad for the alarm of God's Word that keeps you ready? Just think of where you would be if it weren't for the Word of God. Just think of the many times that you've almost slumbered and almost went to sleep on God in this old world. You went to church on a Sunday morning and a man of God got up with fire in his bones and woke you up and caused you to realize that something needs to be done or you're going to be caught unaware. I'm glad for every word of God in whatever fashion and form that it's ever come in my direction that has, has went off as a bell in my soul, as an alarm. <laughs> the day I was convicted as a sinner, it was like an alarm went off in me. Woke me up to my need of and since then, many times, the Word of God has come to me and shaken me and said, Wake up! 
He's coming. Wake up. Had a preacher come down to visit with me from uh, Ohio, and I was showing him the area uh, where I live now. And, and uh, there's a preacher in that area that's got a house on the lake there, and that's where he would put me up when I lived in North Carolina. I would stay in that the weeks that I would uh, preach for him. And, and, of course, he told me where the key was and all those other things. So I told this other preacher that I took down there to fish and, and I said to him, I said, Brother, Brother Ken won't mind. I'll take you in the house and let you see the house, a nice house. I know where the key's at. I've stayed there. So I took him up there and I got the key and I unlocked the door and we went in. And I just, I just walked in casually, you know, and I was just going to show him all through the house. But I forgot that there was an installed alarm system. And brother, I'm going to tell you, you could hear that thing two miles away when it went off. I like to jump out of my skin. I said, oh no, brother, this is, it's got an alarm system. I, I got it. And I run over and looked at it. I used to know the code, but I didn't, I didn't know, I couldn't remember the code. <laughs> Reminded me of the fellow on the advertising where, <laughs> they went in and they said, Honey, what is the code for this? She said, It's the same as our anniversary. <laughs> and in about a second, the alarm went off. <laughs> so I got on the phone and I, praise God, I got a hold of him quick and I said, Brother Ken, I just broke in your house and the alarm went off. <laughs> he said, Yeah, all my neighbors think you're carrying everything off. <laughs> I said, What is the number? And he told me the number and of course, that settled the whole issue. Now, while the alarm wasn't too good for me, I'm sure on his account there will be occasions when the alarm will be wonderful, especially if the thief is about to come. And can I say to you, while sometimes the Word of God may seem to irritate and sometimes it may seem unpleasant and sometimes it may seem harsh, thank God for a word from heaven that will wake you up to let you know He's coming. It's serious business. He's coming and He's coming as a thief. You better wake up. I said, well, you know, I'll just wait a few days for I, I it's nothing to, to concern about. You know, I'm doing all right. You know, just about that time is when he's going to show up. And if you'll notice in any of these texts, he's not coming with mercy. <laughs> when he shows up, it's too late. I don't want to be caught like He said, There's, there can be an awareness of my ways. And he said, there is the alarm of my words. You remember what you heard? <laughs> the alarm of my word. And then I want to point out to you thirdly, he's talking about coming as a thief. He said, you can be ready. The awareness. You can stand on guard in the awareness, which means I'm coming. I can come anytime. You need to know that. 
The alarm of my word. But then thirdly, I want to point out to you the apparel. We can stand on guard in the apparel that we wear. Revelation chapter 16 verse 15, the Bible said, Behold, Jesus said, I come as a thief. Blessed is he that watcheth. There's that standing on guard again. But notice this next phrase. It leaps out. He that watcheth and keepeth his garments, (laughs) lest he walk naked and they see his shame. The word garment is used a multitude of times in the Bible, especially in the New Testament. It is the same word that is found many other places as put on, to put on. It has the simple idea of putting on. Peter uses the word, it's the same Greek word when he says being clothed with humility. That's that's the same word as garment here. He said, I'm coming as a thief. And you don't want to be caught unclothed when I show up. You will not be prepared. I looked over that that word and its emphasis to put on. Ephesians 4, verse number 24, he said it, put on Christ. Colossians 3.10, he said, put on the new man. Put it on. He said, when I come, you need to have those on. Of course, we're familiar with Ephesians 6 verse 10. He said, put on the whole armor of God. That's the same word as garment. Put it on. Colossians 3.12 said, Put on therefore as the elect of God, holy and beloved, bowels of mercy, kindness, humbleness of mind, meekness and long-suffering. He said, These are things you need to have on when I show up. There's a fellow telling me about his circumstance. It came to mind when I thought about the Lord's coming and how we're going to be dressed when he gets here. He said it was Halloween night. He and his wife were in bed just fixing to doze off. And he assumed there was a bunch of rowdy boys in the community. They weren't going to do any harm or anything, but they was just going to pull some pranks. He lived in his house. His bedroom was on the second floor and had a, a deck outside with steps that went down to the yard. He said, I heard the commotion outside and he said, I I grabbed my 9 millimeter and I thought, well, I'll just scare them a little bit. I won't hurt nobody. I'll just scare them a little bit, get ahead of them. So he said, I grabbed it and, of course, you know, it's nighttime. He just got out of bed. All he had on was his skivvies. He run out on the back porch, had a a street light out there of some sort. He said, I throw the 9 millimeter in the air to pull the trigger and he said, "The, the clip fell out of the bottom. It hit the porch and it bounced out into the yard. <laughs> he said, I'm in a pickle. <laughs> so he, he said, I had to run in my underwear all the way down the steps, all the way around, pick up the clip and run back up the steps. 
He said, I realized the joke was on me. They were the one who was going to laugh for a long time on what happened on that incident. But the truth of the matter is, he was not ready, he was not prepared, and he was not dressed for the occasion. And here Jesus tells us, I've given you some clothes to put on. I, I, you can be clothed in humility. You can be clothed in, in meekness. You, you, you can be clothed with these, uh, with the armor of God. You can be clothed with the new man. You can be clothed with Christ. You can be clothed. You can put these things on. And that's what I'm looking for when I get there. Because if you don't have them on, you're not prepared. And as I said this morning and emphasized again, you know, there's many things we can have on. We can have on the garments of bitterness and malice and jealousy. We can be clothed in all of these other things, but woe be unto us if we be found. Because in the sight of God, that is as being naked before His eyes. And He said, I'm coming, but you can be on guard. Be aware that I'm coming. Be aware of my ways. I can come at any time. You be aware of that. Let the alarm of the Word of God get your attention. And be concerned about the apparel that you wear. Stand on guard. (laughs) He said, I'm coming. And he said, I'll be the thief when I get there. Now we've noticed uh, the comparisons of Jesus as a thief. That's what the scripture said when he comes. But I want to close by noting some contrasts some differences between Jesus and a literal thief that may be in this community. Can I say to you that the thief, if he comes, a literal thief comes, he may just come to one or two in this community. But I'll tell you, Jesus is coming. And when he comes, he'll come to all before it's over with. There'll be none exempt. Can I say to you that an earthly thief may be prevented? But you're not going to be able to stop Jesus from coming. He's going to come. While a thief may break into your home and he may come. He's coming for the things that he can find. He's coming to, to steal the, the, the television or steal the card or, or to steal the whatever he can get his hands on, to steal the money. But Jesus is not coming for things. He's not coming for things. He's coming for you. And while a thief may come to take what is yours, Jesus is coming for what's his anyway. It all belongs to him. As a matter of fact, even the guarded, the steps of guarded readiness are gifts of Christ. 
Did you know that? The very thief himself, Christ, has given you what it takes to be ready for him when he shows up. You could have never been aware unless he had made you aware. Think about it. Paul on the road to Damascus, and who was it that showed up and made him aware of who he was? It was Jesus. The two men on the road to Emmaus, who was it that sat down with them and revealed to them who he was? And how did Peter know who Jesus was? He said, flesh and blood hath not revealed this unto you, but my Father which is in heaven, the very thief himself, Jesus, is the one who has made us aware of who he is. This awareness has been a gift. He said, I don't want to catch you like that. So I'm giving you an awareness. Whose word is this? Is it not His word? He has given us the alarm of His word. He is the word Himself. And He's given us the gift of this word down through the years to be spoken in our heart to get us ready. Thank God for His... It's a gift from a thief that's coming. Jesus. Because he said, I want you to be ready when I get there. I'm giving you the alarm of my word. And the apparel, the very fruit of the Spirit itself, that which we put on, the meekness and the, and the love and so on or all, that we things we'd never have, Unless we knew Christ, He's the one that clothes us with those things. That's, that's His apparel that He has given. He has given us our wardrobe. If there's any love in your heart, it's the love of Christ that's been shed abroad in your heart. Oh, can I say to you tonight how we need not take those things lightly. He's not just throwing out garments. But He's given of Himself that we might be able to put these things on. And in putting these things on, we can be ready for Him when He comes. Because He said, I'm coming. And I'm coming as a thief. Let me say it this way. Jesus is coming as a thief, but he ain't no convict. He ain't no convict. Because everything you are belongs to him. And everything you see belongs to him. I saw a little uh, thing about this fellow that was trying to sell a, a security system for this home. And he said to this other guy, he said, you need this security system for your home because statistically it's been proven that if you just have this sign in your yard that you are protected by a security, this security company, that you're 80% less likely to have your house broken into. The guy said, well, just sell me the sign. <laughs> Well, I'm going to tell you something. You're going to need more than just a sign in your yard to deal with Jesus when he shows up. 
You remember the little game that we used to play? Most of the men won't own up to it, but we did play it. When we put our hide our eyes on against the tree, we'd play hide and seek. Remember that game? And you're supposed to count ten. And so you were the one, you had your head against the tree, and you said one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, and then Eberly, when you turned around, some dummy was standing there looking at you. And you said, what are you doing? So he said, well, I just didn't have time. I could, I could have. Well, everybody else had time. Everybody else that's in the game's gone and hid. You mean to tell me you didn't have as much time as they had? <laughs> what did you want me to do? To go 11, 12, 13, 14 for you? I say to you, Jesus is coming. It's a serious matter. We always used to say we'd count to ten. We'd say, ready or not. That's the key to it. Ready or not, here I come. Can I say to you, the child of God, sitting where you're at, ready or not, clothed or unclothed, ready or not, asleep, ready or not, unaware, ready or not, He's coming. Oh, did I tell y'all I want to be a good citizen that there's a thief that has his eye on this community? And I don't know, but I'll tell you this much. He may come tonight. But I got word that he said that everything would be all right as long as you've been watching. An old fellow back in the mountains since gone on to be at the Lord Charlie Ward was his name. Full-fledged Indian. Couldn't read his name and hardly boxcar letters. Listened to the Bible, Alexander Scorby. That's the way he learned the Word of God. I admired the way he could word things, truths. Was sitting in his living room one day and he said to me, he said, Preacher, you see that window right there? It's his front door. And you could see out across the mountains, see the sky. I said, yeah, Brother Charlie, I see that. He said, every day I look out that window, and he said, if there's a cloud coming across, I look to see if he's on it. (laughs) Now, I don't think you're going to catch it that way. I do not think that Charlie would have, and he didn't. We went on to heaven. I don't think, don't just sit around looking at clouds. But that was his way of saying, preacher. I wish he'd come on. I hope he's on the next cloud. You know what that was saying about Brother Charlie? He was ready. (laughs) Let him come! Let him come! Even so, come, Lord Jesus! And I say, Jesus, if you're coming as a thief, I ain't got nothing that I want to hold back from you. It's all yours anyway. My door's open. It ain't even locked. I'm looking for you. To show up. Because you see, if you're watching for him, he really ain't no thief no how. He's only a thief to those that ain't watching. But if you're watching, he's not the convict, he's the comforter. You're just running around while everybody's scared to death, afraid something's going to get taken. You say, boy, I wish he'd hurry up. I'm waiting on him. 
because I'm looking. I'm watching. I'm standing guard for the coming of Christ in the face of the face of a thief. Are you ready?